Hey, this is Doug Frigo, the king of medicine, um, the editor, creator, writer of the Placebo Journal, one of many. This is the Placebo Journal podcast. What you're going to hear is a true story of medicine. And then uh, Vance Lassie and I are going to talk about it afterwards to kind of dissect it, but also give you some inside scoop. I hope you enjoy it. It is not safe for work, not safe for anybody who doesn't like cursing or gross stories. So just be aware. I hope you enjoy it. Thank you very much. Magnets. My story begins as a fourth-year medical student at a large inner-city emergency room. I was doing a required rotation, taking 12-hour shifts, and working closely with an intern as well as an attending ER physician. I enjoyed the fast pace of the big city ER, but did experience significant anxiety when a code was underway or was imminent or there was a major trauma unfolding. The attending wanted me to see patients, wanted me to try to assess them and formulate a plan, part of the learning process. I went to see what seemed to be my hundredth patient this shift. Miss Green Jeans was a 76-year-old female who presented with nonspecific pelvic discomfort. She had the usual past medical history, including diabetes, tobacco abuse, alcoholism, substance abuse, you know, the stuff that we were seeing in that hospital. She also had hypertension, real insufficiency, on and on and on. Her abdominal exam was unremarkable, but as we all know now, and what I was taught then was, no abdominal exam is complete without a pelvic exam. The 40-bed ER was nothing more than a large room separated by pull curtains that do provide some visual privacy, but do not provide much privacy in regards to conversation. In other words, everybody can hear what everybody was saying. The whole ER, including patients, staff, etc., can hear every word I said to this patient. Miss Green Jeans was morbidly obese and hard of hearing, so the pelvic exam would likely be difficult, but considering that I had done two pelvic exams in my entire career, including this one, I thought I could handle it. Miss Green Jeans was placed in what's called the lithotomy position. That's where people who give birth kind of have their legs splayed out. Now, I needed help lifting her from the nurse because, one, nurses are much stronger than doctors, and two, because all doctors have, quote, a bad back, end quote, and three, because the patient's legs resembled large, soft, fleshy bags of cottage cheese. I reached for a speculum, not realizing that they can actually come in different sizes. By chance, I just chose a medium-sized one and inserted it into the vagina, which enveloped the whole thing. It was basically gone. Unfortunately, due to the size of the patient, I couldn't even see the labia minora, nor the speculum anymore. The ER nurse who was chaperoning my exam recommended a change of equipment after we got the other speculum out. What you need is the old Mississippi, she said. I looked up at the nurse with total confusion on my face as she handed me a jumbo-sized speculum resembling a small fishing vessel or at least salad tongs. I again inserted the instrument to get a better look into the vaginal vault. Words could not describe the horror and disgust as I watched several hundred maggots squirming to exit the outside world. I jumped back suddenly, nearly falling on my butt. This can't be happening to me. Why me? I quickly ran over to my attending to tell him the news, and he casually walked over to the business end of the exam table and confirmed my diagnosis. Yep, those are maggots. He then informed me that I should tell the patient her diagnosis and then proceed with cleaning them out of there. This sounded like a plan, but why me? Why now? Oh my God. I stood up at the head of the exam table and in my best doctor voice, I said, Miss Green Jeans, You've got maggots in your vagina. 
Suddenly, the busy ER seemed so still, so quiet. It was eerie. I was sure everyone in the department could hear my every word. Miss Greenjeans looked at me with a confused look on her face, and then she yelled at the top of her lungs, Magnets? How the hell did magnets get in there? The end. <laughs> All right, here we go. Vance, uh, maggots. What's up, dog? Maggots, dude. It's what's for dinner. Talk to me. <laughs> so what are we doing here, man? All right, so listen, uh, this is the first episode of the Placebo Journal podcast. People are hungry for the Placebo Journal. Is it coming back? I'll never say. There's thoughts of a best of. But what I can tell you is uh, I'd like to read these stories, these true but weird stories to kind of have you and I comment on it. Who the hell are you? Vance, you worked for us. Just a minute, Doug. What are you talking about? What's the Placebo Journal? If you don't know who the fucking Placebo Journal is, then you should be on this channel. So uh, let me just say it's the only, uh, it was the only medical mag, wait, it was the only medical journal that was funny on purpose. What the hell did I used to say? Something like that. Uh, I think we said uh, the only medical journal that was designed to make you laugh. Or on purpose. Yeah, to make you laugh on purpose. Yeah, yeah. it was idiopathic, oh idiopathic wit and wisdom. Uh, for those who don't know, we it went out every other month for ten years. Vance came on after a couple years. Uh, Vance, why did you come on to the Placebo Journal? Help write. So I was in residency at the time. So I I grew up on on reading Mad Magazine and and uh, uh, zany comedies and. Uh, uh, had a subscription to Mad Magazine my whole childhood, you know, and then I I was in residency, and the way the what what happened was, um, there was a, um, a Christmas uh, Secret Santa in our residency program, and every time somebody would get a gift on their desk from some mystery person for the Secret Santa, they would send out an email to the entire giant residency program. Uh, and all the nurses and doctors and residents and everything saying, hey, whoever it was, thank you for, uh, you know, the candy or whatever it was. And so every day we were all and they would send an email to the entire business. So every day everybody was getting 30 emails, th anonymous thank you emails from the anonymous gift. And it was annoying me to death. And so I wrote I wrote this thing that was a it was a gag from Mad Magazine where or similar where basically it's a uh is it one size fits all generic thank you letter that it no one ever has to send one again just everyone just take this and fill it out and put it on your desk and it was like dear blank thank you for the blank and then down at the bottom you could choose from options for the like a mad libs kind of to fill in the thing right. you know and it, and it worked out to like dear uh anonymous stranger thank you for the whatever sweat soaked chewbacca mask you know, and, and, and it would go on. I was really depressed today because blank. And then you choose off the list. Like I, I ran into a brownie scout on the way. I, I ran over, I ran over a cub scout on the way to work or whatever. And you know, the, the, the chocolate, you know, uh, the, the, the chocolate covered, uh, you know, dog treats really made my day or whatever. And, and so I put that together and I sent it out to the entire, the entire residency. I'm like, seriously, people stop sending out these thank you notes, just use this one or whatever. And, Anyway, one of my attendings read it and she comes running out to the residency room and she's like, Lassie, this is amazing. And she's like, this is exactly like the stuff in the placebo journal. And I was like, what the heck is a placebo journal? I've never heard of that before. And she's like, 
what? And so she went, so she was a subscriber. So she, she came and brought me one. She's like, I found out about this at a you know conference a couple of years ago and I've been a subscriber. So she gives it to me. And I mean, I read it cover to cover, like right then. I probably had patience waiting. <laughs> I'm like, reading, maybe not, but you know, I read it like immediately. And so that's whenever I reached out to you, I sent an email to you saying, Hey, you never met me before, but I've been writing stuff like this my whole life. I grew up on this stuff and I need you and I should be working together. So that's how I reached out to you. And then you basically emailed me back and you're like, that's fine, but I won't pay you. <laughs> and I never did. And I never will. So just... I, I don't do it for money. I do it because I, like I like to write stuff that makes people laugh. Man. Dude, I didn't make money with it either. We kind of broke even, lost no. money for a while. It went for 10 years. You can probably see it over my shoulder at the top the first year of the journal. Um, but it was it was therapy that I needed personally that probably the HMO wouldn't allow me to get as I was being yeah. a doctor. That's what it was for me too. You know, and I think like- If you can't laugh, you cry, right? Things, well, that's the thing. That's what physicians go through. When you look at the story we just talked, we just, I, I actually narrated about the lady with magnets or maggots or whatever. Um, you know, it's, it, I mean, we're not trying to make poke fun of the patients. We're trying to look, look at the side of the physician. We're not, it's not humorous in that respect. We're just kind of seeing how weird and true stories affect us. And like, that was an example. It came in issue number one of the placebo journal. I actually know the person who wrote that, but I'll keep it anonymous. All true. And this is not uncommon. I mean, you know, the way that I love that story, how the, the, the attending, so, you know, walked by and said, yep, those are maggots, you know, like, He's seen it before. It's like, like, dude, what? And it does happen. I mean, yeah. usually when you think about it, remember in Gladiator, that's what they use maggots for, to help to clean the wound. Now, I'm not sure we can truly say this lady had a wound in her vagina because that seems a little weird. But, uh, I mean, it must have been some bacterial infection that the maggots felt quite at home at. But uh, just imagine as a fourth year, because we went through that. I had, I had some incredible yeah. stories. Um, that some I put in the placebo journal, um, just to, uh, just to share, cause people don't think these things are real. Yeah. No, the, the stories, this we in, in the placebo journal for anybody listening who didn't read the placebo journal, there a, a pretty significant segment of every episode or every, every issue was, we called it true stories of medicine, which were sent in by most of the time we're sent in by readers. Um, sometimes they're our own stories, but for everybody who's listening to this, who's a physician, you know that there's just these stories that things that happen to you in medical school, residency, or in practice that you just, you can't make this stuff up. No. And, and people love hearing stories like that. I mean, even, you know, lay persons, non-medical people, they, you know, kids, whenever I go talk at the high school and stuff, they want to hear these crazy stories. And I mean, seriously, they are so crazy. They, you can't make these up. That is so crazy. It has to be And, and all the names, and, uh, we changed all the names and- of course, everything's anonymous. Right. And these stories now are 10, 20 years old, and they were 10, 20 years old when they were told. So some of these things are 30 years old. But uh, I have about 600 of these stories, I believe, in the Placebo Journal um, over those 10 years. So I've, the goal of the, this podcast was to narrate a story and have you and I or someone else we bring on with you and I, whatever, to kind of bullshit about it and, um, you know, bring a little levity, but also just kind of show the kind of the trauma we, this is, see, the trauma in medicine now is all administrative drag, but there's also the trauma of just truly mm -hmm. being a physician and seeing stuff that you have to, because honestly, dude, uh, people get grossed out on a zit. I could, I could have cut open a rectal abscess and eat a sandwich at the same time by the time I was practicing, right? I mean, it was never a problem. Yeah, oh, yeah. It didn't bother me at all. So, but think about yeah, what the, oh, the, yeah. the, the, the process, I remember 
I remember this, how hard it was to see in anatomy, gross anatomy, and seeing dead bodies. And this one, uh, uh, she was a young Indian girl uh, in medical school, very petite, very, you know, was so well-dressed and very shy. And I was like, really, you know, and she was traumatized. I remember seeing, but like within two months, she was walking around with a leg over her shoulder. It was the most bizarre sight of my life. She's walking with a leg kind of hanging over her shoulder, bringing it to another table. It's like, oh my God, how quickly can we get thick skin? That's the way it is. You, know, you mean like, like like Tom Sawyer walking along with his uh, his uh, fishing pole or right. whatever? It was like, like a, or like a hobo, you, you know? Like, like, like a hobo with a sack. He's just walking by with a leg. I'm like, what? This is the same person who I thought was going to pass out on day one. So the the thick skin, and it's important because you have to um, you have to be like that to survive. It's really it, it's hard on you emotionally. It makes you very disconnected, unfortunately. But you you need that connection sometimes with patients, but also you need that thick skin, or you can't practice this job. You can't you can't be a doctor. Those are my thoughts. So you think we're gonna? So we're gonna read true stories of medicine. Yes. Share those stories with people. Are we gonna share other jokes from the Placebo Journal? Tell some top ten lists and some of that kind of stuff. We can possibly. We, we can possibly do that. I think that. Um, I think I gotta play that by ear. I'm, I was thinking about, and I'm still pondering uh, doing a best of Placebo Journal, but that's just a huge project that would take me. It's still gonna take me years. I'm not sure where I'm going with that, and uh, I don't know if I'd ever reboot that because the effort. Though I am retired, the effort is just massive. It was massive to do. Um, and there's a cost to that, which I'm not sure. So if this podcast went crazy, you know, we would consider anything. I'm open to anything, but uh, money talks all the time. But, um, you know, I just, I just think people will be interested in hearing at least the true stories. We can talk about sharing some of the other ones. and and, and But I'd like us to comment on, on this one because uh, people don't realize, you know, what f this guy was a, in the story was a fourth year medical student doing his second, his second pelvic, and that's what he sees. <laughs> that's just unbelievable. So should we play the should we play the clip and then uh, and then talk about it? No, I mean by the time this podcast went on, we had the clip going, so um, they've okay. heard they've heard the clip. So, so uh, already heard I, it. Okay. Yeah. So you and I heard, were prepared for this anyway. So they've heard it. Um, they can send in um, some of their own stories if they want. They can make comment. They can criticize us for doing this. I, I don't really care. I don't. I'm not really going to listen to that. But I just thought it'd be fun to uh, start this process, and we'll just keep going if uh, if you're open to it. Yeah. Absolutely. Any closing thoughts or wisdom? Any idiopathic wit and wisdom? Oh, I don't know. I mean, with re with regard to this this bit, this audio clip, I mean, this story. Do you want to share examples of our of our own stuff like this, or is it more just, hey, here's a story from from the from the, the listeners from over the years or the readers, you know? Well, let, let's just say Vance is still in practice, so I think you need to be careful about sharing any stories. I'm retired. I don't give a shit at this point. I will, you know, and I'm never going to share something that I'm trying to poke fun, hurt somebody, you know, do it in a way that's disrespectful. I will share some of the uh, uh, craziest things I've ever seen um, and 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 laughed at. Um, but I'll, I'll keep that for another episode and we'll go from there. We'll just swing it. If people have any recommendations on what they want to hear, and maybe if they want to hear some of the top tens or some stuff, stuff, stuff from the placebo journal or some jokes or whatever we had in there, just tell us. Sound good? Yeah, absolutely. All right, man. Until next time, we'll talk again. Sounds good, man. All right.